the Million Dollar Mortgage Experience Podcast. All right, welcome to the podcast. We're here with the Lone Goat, Milad. Thanks welcome for to the me. show. Thanks for having me, John. Yeah, so he's uh, the Lone Goat is a branch manager and does a ton of volume at Fun Loans and just wanted to have you here so we could chat with you about the, the market, the business, kind of what you're doing. And so before I go on too far, please like, share, and subscribe. But definitely hit that subscribe button. So I appreciate you guys watching. All right, so tell us, like, what is the Loan Goat? What is this? Sure, sure, sure. So Loan Goat is a mortgage broker. Uh, we are based out of La Jolla, California. Okay. We've got a, we're very purchase focused. We're focused on purchases. I mean, we don't, we do refinances as well, but that doesn't mean that we focus on refinances. Mm -hmm. We've built a very good purchase business. We're referral based, so we don't do any cold calling or anything like that. I've, I've done a, a very good job at building a good referral source, such as from realtors and past clients yeah. and uh, do a lot of non-QM business. Mm -hmm. So we do hard money, conventional, all the, all the, all, all the, uh, all the normal stuff like conventional FHA, VA, yep. jumbo. Then we've got non-QM and hard money as well. So we're like a one-stop shop, if you will. Nice. That's yep. great. And so you, you can really take care of your customers, your your realtors, your you know all your customers, your your borrowers. So that's that's a great Absolutely. way to uh, to to be able to be a one-stop shop. So um, what what got you into the mortgage business? Sure. So I got out of the Marine Corps actually in late 2018. Got licensed as a realtor in early 2019. And I did that for about a year. Mm -hmm. And I, I did really well as a realtor, you know. Okay. I was on the Jim Betrell team. They're a top performing team in North San Diego. Okay. They close about 500 homes a year. And I'm only 26 years old. So at the time, back in 2020, I was what, let's say 23 years old. Mm -hmm. I thought to myself, let me try financing the other side of the business that a right. lot of people don't think about. You know, everyone go grows up here and they want to be a realtor. Yeah. They think, hey, I'm going to be a realtor and make big money. I see it all on Instagram. But no one thinks, let me be a loan officer. <laughs> right. They have like TV shows about realtors, right? And like list that house and all this selling sunset and all this. But they don't have shows about loan brokers. Right. 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 So there's something <laughs> a little more sexy about being a realtor and showing that big luxury house and stuff. But the financing side, we don't get as much love, right? In the, exactly. In the media. So I thought to myself, I've, I, I like standing out. I like being different. Mm -hmm. So I thought to myself, let me build, a, like, if I like financing, I'm going to build a team around me. Yep. Because I grew up in real estate around a team. The team, yeah. Team. I had a sales manager, inside sales agents, cold calling, ops, marketing. Right. So it's like I your thought, little business within a business. Exactly. So yeah. I got licensed in 2020, early 2020 during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Worked under Scott Evans at Cross Country Mortgage. Okay. He's a top producer, so I learned a lot there. And in January of 2022, uh, January of this year, 2022, we started Loan Goat, nice. which is a we're a uh, we're a licensed branch under Time Lending, okay. and we're we're over uh, our office is located in La Jolla. Uh, year to date, we've done 55 loans. We funded okay. 55 loans in a downturning market. 73% of those loans are purchases. Nice. And more than 50% is non-QM. Wow. And this is all just. You know, the first year, right? That's great. Yeah. While figuring it out. So we're doing a good job and um, it's exciting. So all those loan brokers out there that are like crying about not having business, you're like, look, I'm doing it. You're doing it. And you're not even, you haven't been in the business that long, right? So I, I, I think if you focus on losing, you're a loser. Right. Winners win. 
right? Losers lose. So how do you get business? Do you have just tons of realtor relationships? Do you market online? Like what's your... Honestly, it comes... It, I, I want to say it comes naturally, but there's a reason to it, right? Right. I care about what I do. Mm-hmm. So every referral that I get, I service to the best of my ability. Okay. I make sure I'm the best at what I do. What does that mean? Maybe that's closing quickly. I promise 14 day or less closes if it's full doc. Mm-hmm. That when, I, when you compare that to a bank that's 30 to 45 days, we're winning. Yep. So I'm different there. Absolutely. I offer non-QM. Mm-hmm. Banks can't do non-QM. What's non-QM? That means uh, if, if, you can't, if you can't qualify based on tax returns, then I can qualify you based off of your bank statements. Mm-hmm. If your bank statements are a little wishy-washy, then maybe we can get a profit and loss statement from your CPA and we can go that route. Right. Yeah. So that's good. You have all the, the whole menu of all the products. You've got some realtor relationships. You've got, um, do, you, do you market online or do you? I don't spend a dollar in marketing. Really? So just mostly referral relationships. It's all referral based. So getting the word out, you know? It's so it's, yeah, yeah, sure. So basically like a, realtors refer us a lot of business because mm-hmm. I was a realtor. I know. So you know realtors. So I know realtors. <laughs> so do you get from your past team, do you get stuff? I Starting out, I did. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I got into it, you right? You got a shot at least, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, let's try him out. Yeah, let's try him out. So then from there, I was like, all right, I got a couple offers accepted. Let me prospect the listing agents. Okay. And then it just became like the domino effect. Right. I did a really good job. I closed a loan in 14 days, you know, using uh, uh, a broker such as yourself, mm-hmm. fund loans or United Wholesale Mortgage or what have you. They're really impressed with the service. They're really impressed with the processors reaching out to them, hand-holding them, hand holding them throughout the entire transaction, communicating with them on weekends. You got to be different, right? Yeah, and it sounds like to me you're not a kind of like middle average type of person like you're a like all or nothing like i, I bet you you probably think about mortgages all the time 24 7 right at 2 a.m <laughs> so you're like you know you're checking your emails you're not letting you know like all right i'm gonna go watch my you know series uh four episodes of game of thrones or no. something you're like i'm gonna just focus on my business and hustle and and you're you know that's that's probably what makes you stand out and makes you win because you put in that extra effort right i yeah i, I grew up playing sports so to me, it's what's fun about this business is it's competitive. Yeah, everyone knows each other's numbers. Yeah, you get to brag if you're doing good. Right. Yeah, and if you suck, then everyone knows you suck. Yeah, and so, you kind of control it a little bit, right? Obviously, they can't re- control the interest rates and some of the market stuff, the ups sure. and downs of the values, and but you can control how hard you work, how much effort you put into it, and then what kind of results out of that is definitely more than if you didn't, right? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, How'd you come up with goat? What's the, I know it's greatest of all time, right? <laughs> yeah. But is it kind of like a, I'm going to be the best of the best or? You know, it's funny. I technically Lone Goat started in October of last year, but it was different branding. I called it Modern Mortgage. I went in with a partner, won't say his name. We had our differences. What I found was I, I, I just worked my ass off. Yep. And not he, everyone. And he didn't or she didn't? But he didn't. Yeah. Or maybe I've just not human. I, I don't know. I, I like going seven days a week. I don't have a personal life. Yeah. I just, I actually enjoy doing this like 24 seven. It's fun for me. I like helping people. He wasn't like that. So we split up in January and I, I was like, all right, I, I, I need to rebrand. You know, you can have this modern mortgage thing that we had started. And yep. I had a guy that was working with me at the time under me. I was like, what do we call this thing? Like, I was I was in La Jolla. I'm in La Jolla because I, I, I'm a big believer in, like, where you are. People judge, right? Yeah. So I was like, Lux. And Lux. there's just bigger loans in La Jolla, right? Sure. If you bump into rub elbows, bump into people in La Jolla, you're having coffee, getting your 
lunch, you know, whatever, you're going to meet someone who may live in La Jolla that might have a $5 million, $10 million house. Which then, has happened. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. So we chose, yeah. So I was like, all right, what the heck should we call this thing? And uh, we were playing around lux lending, luxury lending. I was like, oh, but that's too basic. <laughs> and then we came up with Lone Goat and I was like, it stuck with me. And I brought it to Alex, who's one <laughs> yep. of your account executives here. I brought it to a couple of my friends. They're like, well, no one has this. Yeah. So we t- yeah, we got it. Now we, we got it branded, got the logo made. It's with the uh, USPTO office. Yep. And you're doing the whole trademark thing. You've got the corporations uh, all um, all set up. and That's yeah. cool. So uh, what what is your main strategy for getting new loans? Main strategy, main strategy for getting new loans. Servicing servicing our current ones to the best of our ability okay leveraging who we're talking to yeah. i get i get a i get a text message mm-hmm. from a realtor and a client we're on it right right staying top of mind yep for example i tell realtors introduce me via group chat with your client yep there's a couple of reasons why i do that if they give me the client's number and i call them they're gonna be like who's this Malad who right yeah, they won't associate it exactly with it. Yeah. If I'm being put in a group chat, now they know Interesting. who I am. Yep. That's one. Number two, then they feel kind of stuck. Like, yeah. okay, now I got to talk to this guy because I don't want to let down my realtor. <laughs> right. Number three, any updates that we have throughout this entire process of taking the app of, of the consultation, sending a loan application via group chat and via email. If they go under contract, when we close, all updates are now in that group chat. Yep. Guess what? Now you're updating the realtor without having to reach out to the realtor. Killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. Exactly. And now you're staying top of mind for that realtor. Oh, and any you're seeing new, all your efforts too. Any yeah. new business, any new anything that comes up, like Malad and his team have been crushing it because realtors just want to know their clients are being taken care of. That's oh, yeah. all. If they don't hear from you for a week or so, they're just like, what is going on with my exactly. deal? Am I going to get a commission? I don't exactly. know. Exactly. You, you could be talking to that client every single day. Right. But if you're not updating the realtor, they, they think, think you're doing you're nothing. Yeah, exactly. He's off hanging out at the bar with, on on the boat. You know, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I've <laughs> seen his Instagram. He's not he's not in the office, but you're like, no, I'm on top of it because they see it every 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 text. Exactly. Updates. So that's 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 one thing, and then just crushing every single transaction that we get, and it just comes naturally. Yeah. You know, after a while, deals just start coming to you. Yeah, because people refer to other people that um, or they'll continue to refer to you if you, if they know that you're on top of it like they want to give people who are successful more right it's like you don't want to give someone who's like not doing much you don't want to give them anything right so it's 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 like success begets success basically perception is reality yeah perception for sure um, so you you know you you obviously it's it's we're in you know the end end here of September and it's uh, the markets crazy volatile you know, recessions sure. being spoken, the word, mm-hmm. uh, there's, there's, you know, talk of housing prices dipping and dropping and we've seen, you know, one to three, 4% house declines, you know, in the California areas and some in Utah and around and, and, um, people are, you know, the rates are high, crazy high and compared to what it was, you know, what, what are your thoughts on right now? Is it, is it, do you, you nervous? Like you, I love it. You love it. I love it. So you got in the business and you said 2020, like in the mortgage business? 2020, I was working for so a So it was the worst company. year to get in the mortgage business. I mean, I, at yeah. least in the beginning of the, like, when the p- pandemic hit and like sure. people couldn't even show houses, right? And they yeah. couldn't. So you had like probably a few months of just like, what the heck am I doing? I couldn't even take my test. I remember I couldn't go take my licensing test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. couldn't even go. Safe get, exam. Get, get your, your exam done. 
Um, and then, you know, just things started kind of change shifting and in 21 was a phenomenal year for mortgages, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you know, so you, you kind of got into it knowing there's some potential volatility and some craziness, right? I, so you, you didn't, you didn't like just get in in the good times and then you had this one terrible time, like, yeah, which, yeah, is, which no. is what a lot of people kind of are stuck in this, like, oh man, it was so easy. It was so easy. And then now it's like, you gotta, you know, the low hanging fruits all gone. Now you gotta climb the tree to get the coconut on top. Yeah, and, it's and, like, and, and believe it or not, we didn't start, I didn't start putting my foot on the gas until January of this year. When I split with my partner, mm-hmm. I knew like this, it's all or nothing now. Yeah. I'm the only one bringing in business. Cause when you got a partner, you can kind of rely on them. Like, yeah. okay, I'm going to have a bad month and they'll... They'll kind of supplement or sure. whatever, yeah. But when I kicked them out, I was like, all right, overhead's on me. Employees are on me. Yep. I still got payroll to make. Yep. I still got rent. I still got a mortgage in Nashville. I still got my car. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, all right, do or die. And then when that hits, that that's when I that's when I started putting my foot on the gas. And I, I didn't realize how good I was until this year, to be honest with you. I was like, wow, I mean, I'm cranking this many referrals in. And I mean, we're averaging five referrals a day. Well, two to three applications a day so the, on your team is just you're the LO and then everyone else the only is originator. support. Okay. So you've done that many units just on your own, but with a team. So like not saying like you have other LOs on your team. Yeah, so you're no the LOs. only originator. I'm the only originator. See that that's a cool model. You know, when, when you can figure out, and it's more of an entrepreneur mindset where you're able to figure out how the business works and how you can scale and maximize it for, sure. for yourself mm-hmm. where like, you know, some people just aren't built that way and they just, you know, they, they feel like I just got to do my own loans and I don't want to share it with it. I don't want to give any splits to anyone. I don't want to sure. give any, you know, I don't want to give any, uh, thing up, but you know, it's kind of like the pie thing where it's like, do you want, um, you know, hundred percent of, of a small pie or do you want 80% of a much bigger pie? You know, it's so. exactly what I tell realtors when they come to me, yeah. new realtors, they ha- they need help being placed on a team or yeah. what broker should I hang my license under? Right. I tell them, Okay, let me put you on a team that does a thousand homes a year. For yeah. example, like Porch Light Realty or Palisade Realty that does four hundred to five hundred homes a year. These teams where you get leads. Yeah. Now your commission split is lower. Right. But but you're doing transactions. You're doing transactions and you're learning a lot along the way. Right. And they'll tell me, well, why don't I go to so and so get eighty twenty? I'm like, you're a new realtor. Yeah. Yeah. You know that's that's the best way to start. And then you're going to meet a bunch of people. You're going to have people that like you that you're going to end up doing deals for five years, ten years from now. Exactly. That you'll get 100% or you'll get the, the lion's share of that, that fee. Exactly. You know what I mean? I think, my, I think the model we've built is honestly, it's best. It's not just best for us, but it's also best for the consumer. Because yeah. what the consumer doesn't understand is there are so many things that you do as a loan originator. Oh, this, yeah. It's, it's the prospecting it's the cold calling it's the meeting the realtors it's the marketing events it's it's the, the marketing calls the, in, the, the instagram talking the, about the kids birthdays mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's the current clients the past clients calling you the future deals being put into group chats by new realtors it's the flyers and the market analysts of what the rates are going to do tomorrow i exactly. don't have a crystal ball but you know exactly. you should lock because we don't know, you know dealing so. with escrows dealing with the title with title reps your yep. processor someone's complaining someone doesn't like their rate so right. i've split i've 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 come to find out that if i'm focused on bringing business in originating mm-hmm. and i have so what i've built is a, what i'm building is a pre-underwriting staff okay so That's smart. I, yeah. I have our vp and senior pre-underwriter yusuf is uh, he's going to head that staff. So I'm, what my goal is, is to build a pre-underwriting staff 
that knows the ins and outs of full doc, non-QM, hard money, and commercial loans. Yep. Once I have that mo- once I have that beautifully done, then I'm going to go market to LOs. Mm. You come here, you bring yeah. business in. Grow your team that way, grow your, your origination team. You're going to originate. Yeah, you get you, to use all these. You get to use all these people. Yeah, exactly. Cool. And, and it hasn't, I don't, it hasn't been, that model has not been done here. I don't know anyone that has a pre-underwriting staff. Yeah, I think I've heard of that before, so it's not a totally new concept, but I think that a lot of people don't do it. You're, you're looking at probably 98% of people don't, 95% of people don't do that. you got to be bringing in enough business. Yeah, and just people don't think that way necessarily either. They're, they're lone rangers, and they're just by themselves, and they're not, you know, they're not going to, you know, share, or they don't get along as much right. with tons of other people that don't want to share it a ton of reasons but if you can build it and see it and figure it out and then execute it then that's that's pretty special that's awesome i think you gotta have a a winner's mentality right you can't if you're doing it by yourself and you're comfortable doing there are people out there that are comfortable doing 12 loans a year and that's and that's perfectly fine if you're happy with that sure but i want to do 200 loans a year and to do that i can't do that by myself it's just not humanly possible. It's tough, yeah. <laughs> you got to have a I staff. know someone that probably did 200, 200 loans last year all by himself with no processor, nothing. Yeah. No marketing arm, no under edge, all by himself <laughs> in his house. What? He's, we call, I call him the loan ninja. <laughs> He's one, one of our top producers at Fun Loans, but... Uh, he doesn't work here, but he sends us a lot of business. But he just, uh, he's just he's been in the business like 25 years or 20-something wow. years, and he just... He's like, I could have sent this loan... Or I could have... Ha- talked about this with a processor but instead i just did it myself because it would have taken me the same amount of time to talk to the processor, to to the processor yeah. but but you know i mean i'm more of a believer in like a team where like i'm not i'm doing what's best what i do best sure you know where i know i'm not a good processor i'm not a detail person i'm a more big picture you know kind of leader and same. uh and, a, and i can make good relationships and things like that but like i cannot process the same life i mean i could do it but I would hate doing it. That's what I mean. So like, why do stuff that you would hate? But I think he kind of likes doing both. I think he likes doing the processing and the originating and anyway, but yeah, so I, I, I it just takes a rare person to do that. So the word recession doesn't scare you at all. The word, uh, the high rates, they're not, they're not like, you're not keep keeping you up at night thinking like, how am I going to sell this high rate loan? Like what, what comes across your mind when you, you know, when you talk to a borrower and they're like, I'm not going to buy a house cause I don't want it seven or eight nine percent loan sure sure so here's what i've been telling borrowers and i'm a firm believer in this because i'm actually under contract for myself right now in north park and triplex but i've been telling borrowers that that property that you get your offer accepted on for for example 1.3 million today mm-hmm. would have sold for 1.5 six to eight months ago why because the interest rates were in the threes and now they're in the six to sevens. Right. Would you much rather have a lower purchase price or a lower interest rate? I would rather have a lower purchase price because you can always refinance your rate down the road. Absolutely. And rates are eventually going to drop. Yep. Eventually they will. Yep. But you can't renegotiate what you paid for the home. <laughs> That's very true. And yep. I also tell them that, hey, right now demand is low, so you can get a good deal, right? Yep. And if you're getting, if, if you're, if, what I've been seeing a lot is a lot of seller credit, for example. Mm-hmm. You can either wait to refinance your rate and get a good deal, or we I've been seeing a lot of seller credits and being able to buy down rates. So I, th- I think now is an amazing time, John. I really yeah. do. I'm a big believer in that. And if you're smart, you buy now. Yep. I, I mean, if I had 
$20 million right now, I'd be buy, I'd buying a bunch of properties. A bunch of properties. You wouldn't wait a little bit? You think it's going to go down more? Or? You're never going to time it perfectly. Yeah, no one knows. No, no one has a crystal no, the ball. Greatest, the greatest economist can't time But what we do know is we, we know history. We know that uh, over the last 70 years, house prices, a $400,000 house in San Diego by the ocean 70 years ago, it's now over $4 million. Mm-hmm. So we know that it's it's not going to go backwards, and it never does. It, it kind of does the up and down, but it always is trending up, and that is due to what we all call inflation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, uh, the the dollar weakening, right? It's like it's, you just can't buy the same thing you could buy 70 years ago for the same price. So um, like what, to your point, having a cheaper price is better than interest rate because like, you can hundred percent always can. get a lower rate it's always point. lower your rate. you can always refinance rate. yeah so the people that buy now i think will win you know i think that uh it, just like it did in 08 9 10 it went down and then crashed and then um you know you you bought then today you crushed it right mm-hmm. if you bought oh, yeah. in 2012 and then 2022 sold it was like the biggest run we've ever seen you know mm-hmm. it's, it's great Yep. But I don't, you know, I don't think it's going to crash. I don't think, I think it'll soften. It'll drop probably up to 10%, you know, maybe a little more. Who knows? In different areas, it'll drop more. Uh, but we're, we're looking at, you know, real estate is an asset, right? It's an income producing asset. Um, and we it, live in San Diego. And it's harder and harder to, to buy. So, you know, people, people that get in are going to make more more money. They can create wealth. And that's what's awesome about real estate is that you can create wealth and, and you can create great income streams with tax deductions and all kinds of stuff. It's it's great. 100%. Um, so you're you have some property in Nashville too? I do. Awesome. Yeah, my my, my parents live in my property in uh, in Nashville. I actually bought. Are that you licensed house. there too? I am licensed in Tennessee. That's I am awesome. licensed in Tennessee. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, um, back to what we were saying about real estate crashing. I mean. People, I think I've, I've seen like on blogs and like on little videos that, you know, people talking about like there's going to be this massive crash. And, you know, a lot of people who've been kind of sitting on the sidelines are like, we're waiting until you know, we're going to get the lowest price ever. And, you know, and they think it's going to go down 50 percent or, you know, 60 percent and all these things. And I'm, I'm just like, it's so different from 08. You know, I know you weren't in the business in 08. No. But you probably you were well, you're what 20, 26 <laughs> years old, yeah. So you were what twelve in a eight? <laughs> I was what 13? 12, 14 years ago. Yeah, I was. You're twelve. 12. Yeah. So you wow. did your parents own back then? No, they didn't. They but didn't. my dad had a business. So you kind of remember maybe a little of the. I remember it was very stressful. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was a lot different with the the loan. So people had to sell because right. they were stuck in these loans that were adjusting. And they couldn't afford them, and they couldn't afford them in the first place, mostly. And they had zero equity. And right now we got. But I believe it's equity. different now, you know, John. Yeah, I mean, you know I mean, it is. It's it, I mean, back then I heard you could you were making seven dollars an hour, you can get approved for a six hundred thousand dollars loan. Yeah, I yeah, mean, you you had to prove ability to repay on this this last round, you know. Yeah. So, so now you got to prove income, and even with non QM wholesale lenders such as yourself, I mean, you got to have money. Yeah. You want a bank statement loan? You need 20% down. There's LTV requirements, right? right? There's credit score requirements. There's reserve requirements. I mean, you can't be working a $20 an hour job and get a million dollar loan. No, you can't. Have you heard of any loan fraud? Have you heard of like people talking about loan fraud or like any, you know, because when it gets tighter, when it gets harder, you know, people are desperate, like loan officers out there, they might be desperate. They might be a little more tempted to do some loan fraud. I'm just 
curious if you've you know if you've heard of that. I, I mean, we I haven't seen it. I mean, we've, we have seen a little of loan fraud at, at fund loans. We've we've caught a couple people, you know, sure. and had to turn the loan down. And sure. you know, we're not out to like completely ruin someone, but we just we blacklist them and stuff like that. So right. I mean, have you heard of anything like realtors you talked to? Anyone like just kind of kind of any kind of like talk about that? Because it just always piques my interest when someone can't get a loan. You right. know, and the rates are up, and then they can't qualify, and they just have all this money, like, on the line, you know. Sure. It's just, it's just I mean, would you agree that I, it's I probably... Heard, I heard a loan officer went out of business. I, I won't say any names, but yeah. I did hear a loan officer in East Sandy, East County went out of... Well, she got her license taken from her. She was making fake pay stubs and Jeez. fake W-2s back in 2020. And then when she refinanced them with the same lender... A different oh. employer. Oh wow! <laughs> he just got caught. She got caught. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's it's um, you know I think it's a lot less now uh, the fraud is than it used to be back mm-hmm. in like oh five oh six and stuff like that. But it just you know it just kind of happens, and I think you, you can always kind of wonder, and especially as a CEO of a mortgage company, I'm like, I wonder if people are thinking this way because you got to watch out for it more as a as a lender. We got to watch out for it more. And um, anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up because it's it's it just popped in my head um let's see what i mean even though you know a lot of people are like laying people off to me that means there's just a lot of talent out there do you think it's a good time to for to kind of get into the mortgage business what do you think um you know rates are high people are getting laid off and there's a lot of mortgage professionals out there without jobs do you think it's a good time to hire and kind of grow your team if you're a processor watching this 619-617-2797. Six one nine six one seven two seven nine seven. Give me a call, call. now. <laughs> call now. I'm re- I really I need processors. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for people. I think it's a great time to hire right now. That's great. And I think if you are successful in a downturning market, mm-hmm. you're gonna freaking blow up when oh, rates drop. You're gonna crush because you'll you'll have this list of all these people you put in it, seven, eight, you know, and then when it's six, you're gonna do a loan for them. When it's five, you're, you're gonna, gonna do a loan for them. Four. <laughs> all right. And if you and can, happen. if you can thrive in this market, you're going to crush it when rates drop. Yeah, because absolutely. I mean, for, for obvious reasons. But I think right now would be a great time to get into the mortgage industry. But you have to work. You have to work for a mentor that is purchase focused. You have to work for someone that's purchase focused. Right. They got to teach you purchase business. It was really easy to get in uh, to get into the mortgage industry in 2020 or 2021 because it's not hard to sell a three percent when someone's at a five percent you can send out an email to all your clients and say uh the rate today is three percent do you want to refi me yes. me me, yeah. me me pick me pick me you know right and then you get emails and so you didn't have to do any work you just emailed mm-hmm. so yeah you're right you got to hustle you got to work hard now so if you're if you're going to get into this business today don't expect it to be easy absolutely can you make a lot of money hell yeah but you gotta work yep most money i've ever made was this year Wow. So I'm excited when rates drop. That, you know, Alex keeps telling me, he's like, you guys are cranking. 55 loans, 73% purchases. Yeah. Rates are in the eights and nines. Like, I can't imagine when they're in the fours. I'm yeah. excited for that. That's going to be but, good. But, you know, I knew this was, this was coming. Yeah. And you, you could go. How on, did you know? How did you know? Interest rates were eventually going to go up. Yeah. I, I mean, they can't stay. I mean, worse, there were VA earls we were doing last year at two and a quarter. Yeah. I mean, that's. Well, did you, you know, maybe the, the inflation thing tipped you off. Or all the money printing, is that kind of what tips you off? Or did you think it was just what goes down must go back up yeah, kind of I mean, thing? I, I, a, I just, I stay in my lane and, and I, I'm a, I just, I, I don't watch a lot of news, John. 
I just Probably knew they'd smart, come. Yeah. I, I just knew they'd come up eventually. Yeah. And I had to prep myself for that time. So if you go on my Instagram back last year, early mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. I would always come on and I'd say, "Listen, if you're go- getting into this business, you need to focus on purchases. Right. You can't be focused on refinances. That's what we did. At, you know, before I started Lone Goat. Yeah. You know, when I was when I was doing, I was always focused on meeting with realtors. I'd meet with one realtor a day, provide value to them." Right. Cool. Help them get their offer accepted. Call the listing agent yep. and tell them why they should pick our client because it's a you know we can close quickly. Pre underwritten approval. Mm-hmm. I leverage the reviews that I have to help them get their offer accepted. Nice. Because the listing agent, I mean, the, the highest offer doesn't always get the job done, right? The sure. Listing agent needs to, wants to work with some with a lender. When you get your offer accepted, the buyer's agent, the listing agent, and the lender work as a team collaboratively. To get the loan to the finish line, to get the deal to the finish line, right? Right. And no one wants to work with a lender that can't perform. No one wants to work with a lender that doesn't pick up the phone. No one wants to work with a lender that can't text back. So if I'm aggressive, as soon as that offer is out via yep. email and I'm CC'd, yep. they want to work with us. That's cool. Um, what uh, What do you like about non-QM? Others don't know how to do it. Others aren't good at it. Yeah. You can really, if you get good at non-QM, you're going to stand out. That's cool. Yeah. They don't teach non-QM and, you know, when you're getting you know, your MLS. It's a lot of like, you know, in the dark feeling, yeah. kind of stumbling around, hitting your toe, but <laughs> stepping on Legos. Yep. You know? yep. No, I, non-QM is awesome. And there's, a, for example, as, as a realtor or as a, a business owner, maybe you want to write all, you know, a lot of income off and maybe you made a million dollars last year, but on paper you only made $150,000 after expenses, right? Right. Well, you can't get a $2 million loan. Right. A bank statement loan will allow you to get that loan. Yeah, I would even say now, like maybe self-employed people who could get a full doc loan back when rates were two and a half. Can't get it. Right can't now. now. They might need to use their bank statements, right? Yeah. Like, so that's a good, actually, I haven't even thought about like, <coughs> talk to realtors about, hey, like if you, your borrower, you know, was if they're self-employed and they, they were qualifying no problem at that low rate because their tax returns were decent, mm-hmm. you know? I've, that's exactly what I'm using a prospect realtors right now. That's cool. I am good at non-QM. I tell realtors, if you go into your CRM, mm-hmm. I promise you, you will have at least one client that was told no by a bank that right. I can approve. Right. Yeah. And if you can't, then I'll never contact you again. I literally tell <laughs> the them that. Challenge like, accepted. Yeah. And they'll literally go in there and like, they'll introduce me to someone the very next day. Hey, this guy has a lot of money or, or doesn't have income. Yeah. Um, or this guy has a business, but didn't, you know, wrote a bunch off last year. Yeah. Does he have money? If he has money, he probably go non QM. Right. And yeah, and what's unique about non-QM, John, is every lender has different guidelines. Like you got your fun loans, your change wholesale, yeah. you got uh, Sprout, RIP, uh, <laughs> and the other yes. ones. But um, we've done so much non-QM this year that we've learned all the ins and outs and which lender, like turn times, yep. uh, you know, which lender give exceptions, mm-hmm. concessions. Mm-hmm. If I need something closed quicker, I go here. If, if you know, if I... I need a seven million. You guys do up to ten million, right? Mm-hmm. If I need up a nine million dollar, lo- the largest loan we funded was with you guys actually for two point seven six million. Nice. A couple yeah. months ago, we did all right. You did great. <laughs> it's probably why you're like, uh, I'll come on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we totally shit the bed on it, you'd be like, eh, I don't want to go. No, nah, you guys, John. <laughs> yeah, you guys are awesome, and and there's so much that goes into which mortgage broker you should choose, right? Because like, yeah, anyone could. Any broker could have access to this non-QM fund loans. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of brokers just have one non-QM person. That, that's all they go to. Mm-hmm. And then if that doesn't work out well, they're like, eh, it didn't work out. Oh, sorry, buddy. 
Right. But if you have, like you said, you know, multiple in your tool, tool belt. Right. It's, it's having multiple options. And knowing which one does what best, right? And what the, the team behind, like right. the AE. If your AE isn't good, your account executive, then they're not going to vouch for you. They're not going to pick up your calls. So right. There's just so much that goes behind it. You know? The relationship thing. The relationship that, yeah. thing. And, and, and just forward thinking what yeah. problems are going to come up. Right. And using critical thinking to solve for that before they come up. True. And that's true. what we do best. Yeah, yeah. Like Trans- I know, I know what condition. I know what we're gonna get conditioned for. Yeah. Let's knock this out before we even give you your pre-underwritten approval. Nice. And that yeah. way we can close this thing in 19 days and not 45. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think so many people just sit around and they just wait for someone to tell them what to do, or they wait for, you know, the best kind of the results is like more reactionary, where it sounds like you're more proactive about sure. your strategy. Yep. Which to me sounds like a way better strategy to be. We like sure. your loans too because they, they close. You know, it's right. like you have a high closing ratio because you've done the homework. You know what, kind of what to expect. You've done. You know, you've, you've talked to underwriters. You've talked to the AE. You've looked at guidelines. You know what. You know, you know what to do. Um, yep. Everyone that likes non-QM also has some things they don't like about non-QM. What don't you like about non-QM? <laughs> a good one i've never been asked that so you have to give me a second <laughs> we're always trying to improve so yeah <laughs> have a sip of the tequila and let, let me know just be honest like what i mean you don't, it doesn't have to be us but just non-qm in general right like obviously the rates are high so that's something i don't like about non-qm right now nothing comes to mind nothing comes to mind <laughs> i i haven't had a bad non-qm experience to be honest with you I mean, this year I have. I mean, it, we only started cranking this year. Have right? borrowers ever gotten mad at you for like something like turn times? Yeah, yeah, turn time. I mean, you guys aren't as fast. Or like as more conditions because you know you get over. I open up a can of worms. You're like, oh god, I didn't know you didn't tell me you bought three cars and you know or whatever. Like you get you know you get these sure. these conditions because they they open up a can. Sure, and there's worms. I, w- I wouldn't say it's a conditions. I'd say maybe the turn times sometimes. Yeah. Turn times would be like maybe my only complaint, but I mean, you guys have been the fastest out of, I only use three non-QM yep. lenders. We have access to 50. What's the point of using 50 if I... If you like three and you have good relationships. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's all about relationships, right? Like if, I, if I'm spreading mm-hmm. my loans across 40 lenders and I have right. built no relationship with any of them and they don't want to vouch for me, yeah. if you know something comes up like, hey, we need to get this line guy's loan through, that could be the difference between a homeowner getting their keys or not. Right. So what do you think about our second product? The, the cash out second product. I've never heard of it. Oh, really? Yeah. We have a bank statement second cash out to a million dollars. Wow. And I think we even do P&L on it too as well. What? And we'll a even second. do it, a second mortgage cash out. So if someone had a 3% first, a non-QM 3% first, you can do a bank statement loan, give them a cash out second to buy another property. I didn't know Just that. think of what you can do with your realtors with that. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Like you could go to your realtors, which deals did you close back in 18 to where now they have a ton of equity. They could probably buy a rental property or they could. I probably have, I could probably send you 30 loans next, next week with this. <laughs> so I'm going to have to talk to Alex because I, I didn't know. Alex, about... Alex, I'm calling Alex right now. Let's do this, dude. I'm going to call him. I didn't know about this. Because so everyone he's your con- AE and I don't know why he didn't tell you about this. Everyone that contacts me usually I, about like that has a non-QM loan. I usually say, hey, you got to go full dog for a HELOC. Yeah, no, this is full non-QM, second, closed end. You get paid up. Hey, you're on the podcast right now. So um, our buddy here did not know that there's a second non-QM product. Did you tell him? You know, I, I can't remember <laughs> if I did or not. 
I thought we talked about the second closed in second non QM only. Okay. Maybe he didn't hear you. Maybe maybe you talked about it quietly because. Well, he, you know, he's probably so busy with all his other stuff. You know, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt because you're one of the top producers. But um, I just told him about it, and he's like, I could probably send you how many, how many loans you said? Probably thirty. Thirty loans. <laughs> all right, so I'll, I'll let you guys take it from there, um, <laughs> and I'll let you go. But Alex, uh, this is another reason why, right? We got to continue to remind people we have seconds. It's just, it's, it's new. And that's I, I didn't know that. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, all right, thanks, Alex. Tell Yusuf. Okay, of course. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've, never, a, I've never done a live call on, on the podcast, but I, I needed to because our AEs, we just did a, a whole meeting yesterday about it. And if you don't know, you're watching this this podcast, the power of a sec, tell, explain what would that power would be. Just sure, sure. tapping that equity. Yeah, that's, that's huge. I mean, So basically a lot of people want are wanting to pull cash out right now, but their rates are with their first, uh, the, uh, the rates like a three to 4% with the first yeah. and, uh, I mean, how yeah, I mean, rates are rates are right, rate, rates are really high right now, so they don't want to refinance their entire loan. Right. They'd rather get a second loan, and what that what that enables them to do is keep the same payment with their first. Yeah, and tap their equity. And tap and the equity. That if you blend built. the rate, so mm-hmm. you heard about you know what like a blended mm-hmm. rate is, and it's not like equal to equal. It's like weighted, right? So you right. have a million dollar first, two hundred fifty thousand dollars second. Uh, you can get you you know the, the rate is probably in the high fours and low fives something like that if you blend it. So you can do P and L in a second. I think so, but don't quote <laughs> or, me on or that. Bank st- or even I bank we, statement. I, I know what we did is we took our products like our montage, our our spectrum, so we can even do it on investment properties. You know, lower LTVs. You know, I think our our, our max LTV on a on just any on a full block is eighty, but um, it's a non QM eighty, so it's also I think a P and L eighty maybe. Don't, don't quote me on that. But 75 max on our bank statements. Um, but still, people have a ton of equity right now, right? Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot. And a lot of people that are wanting to... Pr- I mean, I, I can't tell you how many, people's I, how, many people's, how many people I have said no to. Because a lot of my clients are non-QM. Yeah. You know? and, and usually for a second or a HELOC, you got to go full doc on it. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to qualify. I think on all seconds, you have to go full... Or HELOC, you have to go full doc. Yeah. Banks don't do... Bank statements. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, bank so, statements. I mean, so you're left with your non-QM lenders. Yeah, and right now we're the only one as of this date right when here. When did this come out? This came in August 1st. We, we launched August 1st. August 1st. So almost two months we've had it. You know what? Alex told me. He did tell you. He told me. He told me. <laughs> I knew yeah, he Alex. probably told you, but I was like, ah, this is surprising that he This didn't. was, yeah, we had a, there was a loan, and yeah, I remember this is what I was in. But a, you forgot, so that's another reason why AEs need to remind, right? Right, like, like a little automatic. Because, you know, you, us as originators, we're just always busy, and we just, you know, out of sight, out of mind, or like. And can just, I give them a recommendation? You know, you tell me, so a lot of AE, I get blown up with emails by AEs. Oh, and every sure. whenever I get one, it's, I just trash it because i might sales sales yeah if i I were to give a recommendation pick up the phone and tell me what the product is yeah you know and tell and and, then plan it and get get you to think about how you could use it right because then you just like because it's all about it's all about providing value to us just like how we provide value to realtors yeah because then the realtor starts thinking oh i can get paid on yeah this borrower now or i can get paid on this client Mm -hmm. right you're showing me how to grow my business i'm not gonna forget i'm not gonna forget about you yeah you're gonna take their calls mm -hmm. all the those things right so right what like what what inspires you like i know you you said you think about mortgages with borrowers and all that, sure. but what is it that what deep down drives you because you're not like every loan officer i've talked to right you have a drive you have you know you have a, a, a an appetite to do this earlier you mentioned like you 
you know, you, you, you've given back to your family and, sure. and things like that. Like what, what drives you deep down right. to, yeah. to be successful? I, uh, I, w- I grew up in, I'm Chaldean, Catholic Iraqi. I grew up in Nashville, Tennessee. I was born in Baghdad, Iraq. Wow. Uh, we were accepted into the United Nations and were flown out to Nashville, Tennessee in September of 2000. So my parents came here with ten, like so a you couple. You were really little, right? You were like I was five years old. Okay. And you didn't speak two, English. Nothing. No, wow. I was. I grew up in like the ESL program. I think it, it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was uh, worked at a car wash for like six dollars an hour. I remember. And wow. my mom was a server somewhere. No English. I don't know how how they and they came here with two kids. Mm. So I didn't. I grew up. Not. I wasn't spoon fed growing up. I didn't get what I wanted. Yeah, I couldn't go to, I, I couldn't I couldn't get the backpack that I wanted or the clothes that the other kids had. Yeah. So I just I remember growing up hard, you know, yeah, yeah. and my parents struggling. Mm-hmm. So that ignited a fire in me, wow. and you know them bringing me here, and I feel like I owe it back to them and to my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I want my kid to be able to buy whatever they want without asking me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want I. I I took my parents out of Section Eight housing and I bought them a home. Wow, you know, that's cool. Um, so it's it's. I like being the best. I'm very competitive. You that's know, cool. I want to be number one. I want. I am going to. We are going to be the number one mortgage broker in California, and maybe in three or four years, you'll have me back on here. I'll tell you. Remember this <laughs> podcast three or four years ago? Yeah. So I have I that. Wait. I have that drive in me, and and I truly believe that we are going to be the best because of the things that we have to offer that others can't do, yep. like non-QM being the best at it, and it's a will to get it done. Yep. We, we get shit done. Yep. That's all it, do. We do the job. That's all that matters. You know, people will hate on you when you're successful. Yeah, they do. They'll talk. They'll talk. They don't see the sweat and the tears and the grind and the pain and right. The long hours, the 1 a.m.s, the 2 a.m.s, the 3 a.m.s. Lucky. They think, oh, I just hand somehow he just got handed to you. Sure. Yeah. A lot of people, they'll, they'll talk what they want, but you know, they can't, they can't say is they can't question is, your reviews mm-hmm. they can't say that Malad ever lost a buyer's emd mm-hmm. they can't say the clients aren't the ones talking they can't say that we're not good at what we do yeah. can't say that we're not helping families yeah. and they can't say that we're busy when no one else is we're hiring when mortgage companies are going out of business yeah that's what they can't say right um right. so i just say just you know we're focused and it's exciting that's cool yeah do you um you look like you're dressed pretty casual today. Do you do you always dress like that, or do you dress like sometimes you wear suits and like? Well, these are thousand dollar jeans, <laughs> <laughs> and this is a thousand dollar shirt. <laughs> okay, but this is this is me, you know. Uh, yeah, you just that's who you are. Th- you don't, this is you don't who need I am. To impress. Like you're not trying to be. And and at the end of the day, you know, you, the suit doesn't. You know, people judge. You know, people will judge mm-hmm. right right out the gate when yep. they see you. Like, what's the, what's the packaging? Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, like you said, the reviews, right? That that matters. The the, the intention, the um, the drive, the the passion that sure. that speaks louder than I'm, like the you know the clothing or the the image necessarily. Sure. But you know, yeah. You, I mean, I could tell you were fashionable. Yeah. <laughs> I was, so <laughs> I, I was just like I didn't you know, come in here dressed in a suit. Yeah. It's, it's like you're meeting with a, a, a big non QM lender CEO come yeah. dressed. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But like, you know, some people have come to the podcast dressed in a suit, you know, and sure, come sure. in, you know, some have come in shorts and a hat, you know, and you, like I'll wear a hat often too. Yeah. And, and I won't even put on a, a button down shirt or a t-shirt. And you, know, and you, know, you know, John, this goes back to your question that you asked me earlier. Why, you know, how have you be, been able to become, you know, 
one of the reasons that we've been so busy and so successful is because we're real. Yeah. We're genuine. Yeah. This is what you get. That's you. This is, yeah. this is me. The, the yeah. way I'm talking is the way I talk to my friends. Yeah. You know, I don't put on this fake persona. Yeah. You know, I have tattoos and I have earrings. Yeah. But guess what? I'm going to get your damn loan, loan closed. Right. People don't question that. People don't care about your tattoo once your loan funds. Yeah. No, they don't, they don't give a shit. No. That's, that's, they care about people like real people. They like speaking with a person. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what, this is something that I say. It goes back to realtors. That's what I tell realtors. Because I coach a lot of realtors mm-hmm. and help them build their teams because then they'll just refer all the business back to me. Right. Right. I'll tell them like, hey, listen. Don't like be genuine. Be yeah. who you are. Don't put on this fake persona because people smell that. They, they smell they, it. Yeah. Yeah. They get that. So like that's right. like I when I talk to people, I tell them like, listen, what you see is what you get. I'm straight up with them and I'm honest and people people can appreciate that. That's cool. And that's probably a big reason for our referral business. That's awesome, man. What um, do you have any people that you can like shout out to that kind of helped you along the way? I'm sure like it sounds like you had a hardworking family, parents. Uh, any any sp- specific people that you can shout out to that kind of helped you? Sure, yeah. Uh, and how'd they help you? My mother, growing up, mm-hmm. she's she's just a very strong lady. You know, her her family, all of her family's in Sweden. Mm-hmm. So uh, and we grew up. I you know, growing up, she didn't have any family here in Nashville. Knowing right. no English, nothing. But all my dad's side of the family were in America. Okay. So. Um, my mom's a very strong lady, and she did a really good job of raising me and my sisters. My sister just one cool. of my sisters just graduated Maria, nursing school. So good on you. That's uh, awesome. She's in Vanderbilt now. Uh, but good school, yeah. Yeah, great school. So my mom, and then number two, because I know he'll watch this, is uh, <laughs> Master Sergeant Bernardo Lopez. Now oh, that was cool. my boss in the Marine Corps. Wow. Uh, so he he taught me a lot of what I know. The smallest things. Yeah. Like answering a phone call. Good afternoon. This is. Have you know, how, can, how can I help you? Yeah. The professional email, mm-hmm. following up, That's stuff cool. that I'd used to this day is owed to him. And he taught me a lot of things. And, you know, he uh, he's in, I think he's in Iwakuni or Japan now. But I'd say if I could shout out two people, it'd be my mom and Gunny Lopez to me. But now he's a master sergeant. He'd get pissed if I say <laughs> that. <laughs> Do you think uh, being in the military helped you with your, like, work ethic? Or was oh, that? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Kind of taught you some stuff that that you know you wouldn't have learned necessarily just from right maybe right. another job or like school or whatever yeah yeah uh it's the discipline yep um the early hours <laughs> the long hours right translate perfectly to minutes of loads right <laughs> yeah i mean i I've, yeah. we've worked with veterans a lot and i i support them and that's why i have american flag up there i'm patriot you. and you know i uh, thank you for your service thank you to the country and um i mean it's that's it's cool, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, we forget, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of veterans that are hurting, right, in yep. this country, and, and, and have been kind of just not treated the best, and, and I, I think, you know, mortgage industry is a good industry for veterans to get into, because they do have that work ethic, they have that um, ability to connect, you know, and to just to, to get it done, I think that's, yep. that's huge, um, so yeah, that's, that's amazing. Um, how do people get a hold of you? TheLoneGoat.com? Or? Uh, yeah, you can uh, via Instagram, Instagram.com forward slash Loan.Goat or Instagram.com forward slash 247Lender is my personal Instagram, so I post a lot of good content on there. If you want to give me a call or shoot me a text regarding every, uh, anything at all, even if it's even if you're an unlicensed you know, aspiring loan officer or an unlicensed aspiring realtor, 
that wants to get into this business or just a client. Uh, 619-617-2797. Again, that's 619-617-2797. And we are available seven days a week around the clock. And we'd be happy to help you. Awesome. Well, make sure you guys reach out to the Lone Goat here. Hope this helped your business. Hope that this podcast has been helping your business. I'd love to hear from you. Comment below. Let us know what you want to hear. Any guests that you'd like to have on. Uh, we, we love to do this and we want to do it more. So we're here for you. We're here to add value to, to you as loan professionals. And we look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Thanks for joining. Thank you, John. Thanks yeah. for having me. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. The Million Dollar Mortgage Experience Podcast.